0: The following contest is scheduled for one fall! Please welcome Mr. Fretz! And welcome everybody to episode 10 of the Fretzelmania podcast, Scrap Iron Frenzy. I am Mr. Fretz. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Fretzelmania. That's F-R-E-T-Z-L-E-mania. This podcast is of course heard on Wrestle Attic Radio, the cure for the common wrestling podcast across all of the audio listening platforms from Apple Podcasts to whatever starts with the letter Z. Follow our Patreon page for only 5 bucks a month where you get exclusive shows such as Fretz's Fade 5 and the 20 Bell Salute, both from yours truly, The Secret Files with Zach from the YLP podcast and so much more. Our merch is on teespring.com to search for Wrestle addict Radio on there. And you get t-shirts and hoodies and masks and all that kind of jazz from all of us here. And what an interesting week we've had in, in all of wrestling, actually. I'll be talking a little bit, a little bit about the current stuff and a Monday Night Raw from January 2001. So we have a retired, part-timer, backstage producer, former wrestler going up for the Universal Championship at the Royal Rumble. No, I'm not talking about Goldberg versus Drew on Monday Night Raw. I'm talking about Scrap Iron Adam Pearce, former four-time NWA champion, and I believe ROH Pure Champion or ROH World Champion even, going up against... Roman Reigns after, quote-unquote, winning a gauntlet on SmackDown this past Friday. Now, by the time you hear this podcast, because I am recording this on Monday, January 11th, it will probably have been changed on SmackDown. I imagine there'll be some kind of shenanigans or chicanery to get Nakamura, who was supposed to have won, quote-unquote this gauntlet or kevin owens unless the injuries that we've heard from him a uh, spinal contusion and kidney bruises being legit and that means we won't see ko for a little while so why not put nakamura in there but pierce says hey sleep on me i beg you now i've seen a little bit of adam pierce's in-ring work from the past and he's really good I mean, he kind of reminds me of Nigel McGuinness a little bit with a little bit less British style. He's a very technical wrestler. Very, <laughs> very good. So yeah, sleep on him, Roman. Go for it. We have new tag team champions on SmackDown. The... Wait, is this... Dirty Dog? They actually call them the Dirty Dogs. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Dolph Ziggler and Bobby Roode. You know, I don't hear too much Glorious from Bobby anymore, although I didn't catch the whole match, so I don't know if he is still using that theme. Someone can let me know that's the case. But they beat the the Champions, the Street Profits, in what was, a, from what I saw, a pretty darn good match. You know, I got home from work about halfway through SmackDown, and hey, it was good. This is a feud I would like to see continue. Maybe they can trade the titles back and forth. I think Rude and Ziggler are former tag team champions unless I'm mixing up like Ziggler with his tag team with Drew McIntyre and at the same time Bobby Rude's tag team with Chad Gable. I might be getting all that mixed up but knowing how my brain works I definitely, definitely did. And speaking of that gauntlet match my lord was... That a uh, entertaining, fantastic match. You had Rey Mysterio, King Corbin, Daniel Bryan, Shinsuke Nakamura. And I believe the fifth guy was actually Jey Uso. And man, if this wasn't good, by the time if this was just amazing. By the time we got to Bryan versus Nakamura. I was on the edge of my seat. Although at the same time, I was watching uh, Ant on Twitch, Game of Ant on Twitch. If you all want to follow him, it's fun stuff. He usually does like NBA two K or WWE two K nineteen Sea of Thieves. He does some streaming with uh, G Rod. You know, this is Wrestle Attic Radio OGs here, the the grandfathers of our network. So big shout out to. Ant, formerly you know, rant with Ant, rant foundation, and now game of Ant on Twitch. So we were, I was watching that and this match at the same time. But man, I I kept glued to that gauntlet match right up until Nakamura got quote unquote eliminated at the end, and Adam Pearce was coerced into this match by Paul Heyman backstage in a couple of interviews thought it was really really weird but again pierce is an accomplished wrestler in his own right who hasn't wrestled in about seven years but let's see what it does again it's probably going to get changed but right now the con the concept of the match is very very intriguing we then saw a very entertaining nxt new year's evil which was uh, main evented by a fantastic title match once again by Kyle O'Reilly and Finn Balor. And like their former match, which will probably end up on my 2021 matches of the year. So far, so far I have this match, uh, the women's match, Last Woman Standing, Ripley versus Gonzalez, and a couple from Wrestle Kingdom are already like on my 2021 matches list. Now we saw in the opening contest was, oh yeah, Carrion Cross versus Damian Priest, and just a dominating performance by Cross here, moving back up the ranks, more than likely to a title at maybe Saint Valentine's Day Takeover. Saint, yeah, the next NXT Takeover is on Valentine's Day, so Valentine's Day Massacre, anyone? Cage match, Austin versus McMahon. Hmm? So we had a great one right here between the two. And Damian Priest allegedly could be on his way up to the main roster along with Rhea Ripley. That is very, very intriguing stuff indeed. Grand Metalik and Santos Escobar wrestled for the Cruiserweight Championship. And the champion Escobar, who is kind of being the antithesis of Lucha Libre, despite being a former... Masked Lucha himself in Phantasmo, being an arrogant, don't make me say his name, but ADR esque kind of suave, cocky, rich wrestler. You know, we, we saw his stablemates, Mendoza and Wild, try to get involved here. Lince Dorado made the save. Conspicuous by his absence was Callisto. Where's Callisto been these days? Someone can hit me up. Is he hurt? Did. They split from the Lucha House party. Did he go to a different division or has he been released? I haven't seen Kalisto in like two years, so I don't I don't even know. We saw the Phantom Driver for a three count here, which was just a great clash of styles in, in terms of Luchador. Now, Phantasmo is not quite as flippy as as a guy like Grand medal League. I I I, com- I compare you know Santos as more of a technical a technical luchador, not a high flying kind of style. So it, it was very good for what it was. Xia Li made her comeback after weeks of this harsh training sessions. I could only compare to you know Mortal Kombat or like the karate kid or something like that, Rocky or like the Rocky Four trading montage. Drago And then she just kicked the crap out of Katrina Cortez, the former Catalina, who is that masked female lady accompanying Sinkara, the uh the other Sinkara, the Hunico one, in his last run in the WWE. We saw that mysterious woman watching from her throne again, who looks like, you know, that chick with with the hair over her eyes in in the ring i i think it's miko Satamora. like i'm looking at it it's it's gotta be her and then the other henchman there who i have no idea who that is on the stage and boa was there just to accompany her then we saw xia lee literally kicking the crap out of that poor young lady and then eventually a big spinning leaping kick which would put chun lee's to shame and there, there we go. That seals the deal for Xia Lee, who coming out, reminding me a lot of Melina from Mortal Kombat. Test your might. William Regal announced that the fight pit match between Thatcher and Champa was canceled because Timothy Thatcher sustained an injury and would not clear him to wrestle. I think legit this could be just a time constraints thing, but they got to keep the kayfabe alive. It is taking place... I think this week on TV. If not, they might save it for Valentine's Day Takeover. Either way, the fight pit with Thatcher, like that one he had with Matt Riddle. Whew. Give give me more of matches like that. Thatcher, he's not for everyone, but I'm becoming more and more of a fan of him each time I see him in the ring. Because again, he's that old school like, Stu Hart, Stretch, like, I ain't gonna give me a that here uh, kind of match. If we got time travel right, we could get Stu Hart from, like, the 50s wrestling current day Thatcher. It would be an absolute bloodbath. Speaking of which, although there was not much blood, <laughs> Last Woman Standing, Rhea Ripley and Raquel Gonzalez, they went all over the place they went hell for leather here there was a lot of plunder there. a like the prison trap was locked in there was the the steel chair with the prison trap but eventually gonzalez got out of it and ran ripley into the led board and then that one armed power bomb through the stage gonzalez is able to answer the 10 count and send ripley packing maybe she's going to the main roster too who knows uh She has a bright future ahead of her. Actually, both of these ladies do. Gonzalez, I think, is a shoe-in for the next NXT Women's Champion. And the bar for matches in 2021 was set high by these ladies. So I hope we continue to see the amazing NXT Women's Division. I mean, you got Io Shirai, you got Dakota Kai, you got Raquel Gonzalez, Mercedes Martinez recently making her Return after a regrettable run with uh, Craptribution. Uh, who, we have Tegan Knox is on the sidelines. Then you still have people like Aaliyah, just lurking in the shadows here. We're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have good stuff here. And then there's Shotzi Blackheart and Kushida. have an impromptu match with Gargano and Candice LeRae after a hilarious in rig segment with The Way and this big. Drawing of them as comic book characters, uh, this wasn't the the same promo, but I think a week or two before we had uh, Austin Theory with the giant the giant pail of whey powder. It's like this is the whey, or like Johnny Gargano the whey and the whey protein powder joke. That was really good. I have no idea who Indy Hartwell is, but she is coming onto her own here into her own here with this impeccable. Comedic timing, and it was really good. Kushida with a surprise roll up on Gargano here for for the win. So, Kushida versus Gargano for the North American Championship. Sign me up, please. And speaking of sign me up, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly and another strong style, Clash of the Styles, the Japanese strong style, the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, the submission, the strikes, the holy crap, how are these guys not dead match? And we saw O'Reilly, I think this time, was the recipient of a jaw injury. Although, this time, I think it's kayfabe. And we see this wicked octopus stretch, yanking at the jaw. And O'Reilly taps out. After the match, he's looking really dejected. I thought we were going to see the end of UE or some cracks starting to form. You know, we are getting the Dusty Tag Team Classic back and the UE this year will be represented by Adam Cole, baby, and Roddy Strong. So there's, there could be something in the works there. That could just be my fantasy booking. Bobby Fish is off with yet another injury. That dude has just had a string of bad luck in NXT when it comes to injuries and at pretty bad possible times. You know, we saw the, the 1916 went right into a crossface after the pinfall and just O'Reilly continuing his awesome striking style, like that, that brain buster into the armbar. I still want to see more of this feud. I This is what I want to see. I want to see Kyle O'Reilly win the title somehow, possibly from Balor, but I think Balor is going to going to move on to carrying cross because he'll be looming in the shadows he'll be getting a title much much sooner rather than later and that's been it for this half of uh, Fretzelmania. i'll be going back to 2001 after we get back from the break here for monday night raw on january 15th of that year to be exact stay tuned peeps And welcome back, peeps. Got a bit of breaking news during the break here. Drew McIntyre tested positive for COVID. Just want to take this time to wish Drew a speedy recovery. Make the health of yourself and your loved ones a priority. And just stay quarantined until everything's cool. Uh, Please disregard anything I said about the WWE title picture and the matches at the Rumble. It is Monday Night Raw, January 15th, 2001. This, of course, is the Martin Luther King Day episode of Raw. We start off with a great tribute to Dr. King. I have a dream. And before I get into the festivities here on Monday Night Raw from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, I have the Nitro Boost. Yes, Nitro is still a thing at this point in time, so here is a quick trip down Nightmare Lane. Nitro on January 15th, 01, had Chavo Guerrero retaining the Cruiserweight title against Crowbar. The Filthy Animals, Rey Mysterio and Billy Kidman, defeated Three Count, Shane Helms and Shannon Moore. The Natural Born Thrillers, Palumbo and O'Hare, defeated Chronic brian clark and brian adams not that brian adams to retain the tag titles a hair versus hair match between conan and mike awesome conan wins that and i guess mike awesome has to shave off his goatee yeah conan's bald he's stone cold bald why is he in a hair versus oh cheevers creepers ernest miller beats bam bam bigelow united states champion shane douglas retains General Hugh G. Rection to retain the title. And I bet you forgot Shane Douglas was a former United States champion. Don't worry, so did I. And for the WCW World Championship, Kevin Nash defeats Scott Steiner versus via DQ, and Scott Steiner retains. I think sin either was about to happen or already happened, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to the 20-ball salute uh, the last Sunday of the month. Although on the timeline that I'm currently watching, the Royal Rumble is next week. But just because of my recording schedule, I want to try and do this at the end of each month. So the timing in the timeline will be a little bit off some weeks. So we have here January 15th, 2001 from Milwaukee Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Sorry about that, Nate. And the Royal Rumble is the following week. Starting off here right away, we have a match between the Hardy Boys and Lita versus Right to Censor, who is uh, represented by Steven Richards, Ivory, and Val Venus. And we see a sign in the crowd. I always like to keep an eye on weird signs, or in this case... Uh, extremely disturbing and perverted. Uh Lita, I will fill your needs. Dude, seriously? What goes through someone's head to bring that to a wrestling show? And we start to see a little bit of tension build up and a little bit of um setup for a women's championship match at the Rum Steven Richards is referred to as White Sox throughout this entire thing uh yeah we get it jerry he wears white socks wouldn't you wear white socks with a white t-shirt and black slacks and dress shoes i don't know i know nothing about fashion as i sit here wearing my walk with elias t-shirt in my sweatpants uh we see a move called the spin cycle where the hardy boys kind of pick up one of your opponents and do like a. Backflip, suplex, and spin them. Hey, they call that the spin cycle. Oh, All yeah, right, the spin cycle on old White Sox there, King of fresh And after the match here, uh, or throughout the match here, we see Ivory and um, China come out to the ring here because we see Ivory is challenging China. You're not at a hundred percent. Blah blah blah. And throughout the match here, Lita finally gets a hot tag. Uh, Jeff Hardy comes in the ring here, rips off his shirt immediately to the moisture of. The female fans in attendance. We see a meeting of the minds between Val and Steven Richards. And that led to Lita's hot tag. She gets a great hurling Karana on Val. Spears Ivory. And then China comes down to the ring and she looks okay. No neck brace. No visible injury. She throws Ivory right back into the ring who eats a twist of fate by Lita, and we see the win here by Lita pinning Ivory. China then accepts the match at the Royal Rumble for the title. Apologize for that. Uh, It's like you have six days left of basically being able to walk or something like that, she says. Triple H and Steph come out here, and this is one of the first times I remember hearing the game by Motorhead, rest in peace Lemmy, and we immediately get, you know, the asshole chance. And as soon as Stephanie grabs the mic, chance of slut. Uh, and Triple H is like, you know, when I'm at uh, a restaurant, uh, oh man, must be nice. I miss re- I miss restaurants. I miss, yeah, I miss restaurants, bars, sitting in. Uh oh, remember when life didn't suck balls? Oh, man anyways like when i'm at a restaurant uh, i get asked you know i told a kick austin's ass and i'm at the airport uh why don't you give him one for me uh, and we're foreshadowing no way out here although we're on the road to the rumble first we're already building to the three stages of hell match at no way out it's kind of neat that wwe was kind of building a bunch of different things here at the same time. It was good. We 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 know here leading up to this that uh Triple H and Steve Austin if they physically provoke each other in any way on Raw tonight or I think on SmackDown the following the following night that they will both lose their Royal Rumble spots like Triple H has a WWE title match against Kurt Angle. And Steve Austin has his shot in the Royal Rumble. It's like, unless provoked, I won't bug him. Yeah, right. Steph grabs the mic again, you know, all the slut chants. She gets just all the heat heaped on her every time she grabs a mic. It reminds me in a way of, well, in the future from this, of Vicky Guerrero. Every time she would get the mic to her mouth, it's like, "Boo, excuse me." She must be taking lessons from Stephanie. And then live via satellite <clears throat> 2,000 miles away, <coughs> bullshit is Vince McMahon dressed up in XFL garb because oh, just after this we have the launch of the XFL. The X is for extreme march. And, uh, yeah, February 3rd is when the XFL starts. And, no, I am not retroactively starting that. And, also, isn't that the week of the Super Bowl? Go Chiefs. And, we see, if you vote, yeah, if you provoke each other, you lose your Rumble matches. Austin is uh, going to be in that very ring, typical McMahon saying, tagging with the Dudley Boys against Team Ec, Edge, Christian, and Kurt like, oh, 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 I have a meeting to get to. He's going to go bang his mistress. Uh, I'll be right back. He's going to go bang Trish. So we see Triple H is referencing uh, Eric Angle here because Kurt comes out to the ring. He's like, oh, yeah, you had your brother hide under the ring and dress up like you. Yeah, that really showed some nads. And, oh, yeah, you're a real man because... uh. You got yourself intentionally DQ'd. So did you, Triple H. (laughs) We see Kirk come out to the ring here. It's like, you know, Steph, I'm disappointed in you. I love you and all, but you blew it. And Triple H, when is the last time you were the, the champ? King of the ring? Yeah. Oh, which I won, by the way. You like to play games? Speaking of games. Donkey Kong himself has a better shot at winning the WW title than you, pal. The only difference between you and him is he's the big smelly ape that people actually like. (laughs) Referencing Donkey Kong, what a dork. Yeah, Donkey Kong is 40 this year, by the way. Do you feel old yet? Yeah, Macaulay Culkin's 42. (laughs) Eaper's time sucks. And Kurt's like, I need someone in my corner. Oh, Trish, we see Trish come out here much to the chagrin and rage and resting bitch face of Stephanie McMahon. Whether it's, and she says, whether it's Kurt or Vince, I love a man on top. <coughs> uh And Stephanie then makes a spanking, a spanking match with Jacqueline. Oh, Okay. Yeah. And then backstage, Triple H is like, uh, you need to calm down, babe. Mm. I may be a single man. I may have been single for a long time and only have like two relationships in my entire life. Even I know. Not to say that, Hunter. Come on. Uh, next up here, we have Test versus Raven for the Hardcore Championship. And Raven is coming out. To the ring here, what I can only describe as Bubbles' shopping cart from Trailer Park Boys. They go, A dump tent ain't no place for a kitty, Ricky. Green bastard. Parts unknown. Yeah, my celebrity lookalike, Bubbles. Yeah, look that up. Look a picture of me and Bubbles. And then you'll call me Bubbles for the rest of my life. And then I will compliment you because I agree with it. And I take that as a compliment because Mike Smith is a comedic genius. Bunch of trash can and plunder that and a fire extinguisher get involved here. Tess gets the Uncle Slam, a.k.a. the full Nelson Slam, the Patriot. Tess goes for the top rope for the super elbow, but Bob Holly comes out, crotches him. Uh, Bob, of course, is accompanied by the referee here because 24-7 rule. Out comes Steve Blackwood with another referee. <laughs> uh, Raven leaves, and then they wind up on the... On the stage, uh, the uh, near the Titantron, and Raven logs onto WWE.com because he gets his face slammed into the giant WWF.com logo on the Titantron. Funny, funny one there, Jr. Uh, we see a trash can-assisted big boot by Test backstage, but a new challenger has approached. William Regal hits Test with the European Championship and raven sneakily wins we are building to a possible european championship feud here between test and regal let's see where this goes rock and kevin kelly backstage and it's like okay rock you have a tag team match here with of course you get the talk to the hand and the silent treatment and i'm gonna keep looking at these and just see how many times kevin kelly can't keep a straight face is kevin kelly well now that he's been the new Japan announcer for the better part of the decade or even more. he's awesome as a commentator, a great storyteller and a really nice guy from what I from what I've heard but h- him and Kevin Kevin Kelly on the rock here backstage is just comedic gold even when it came to the coach a little later on like would you like to see the coach say his prayers? What up Jay? What in the blue hell is wrong with you? What up Jay? I've heard people talk to God like that before. I had friends in Bible college. We had a prayer meeting. It's like, good morning, Lord. I complimented my friend after that and said, you know, I've never heard you, heard anyone talk talk to our Lord like that. It's like, talk to him like a friend, James. Uh, take him up on that. Take him up on that. So the rest of it here is uh, the Rock won't ever be partners with The Undertaker, especially since they have a past I mean, lest we forget, King of the Ring 99, when he tried to get locked in an airtight casket. And we see The Rock as like, it is a very special birthday of one Martin Luther King. And then The Rock breaks out into, I have a dream. Like, I have a dream to be the WWE champion, to be at WrestleMania. And then he goes through a bit more of it. And then it's like, I'll be whipping ass, whipping ass, by God almighty, whipping ass. And that so good it took me back to uh high school uh ryan my old buddy ryan williams if you're hearing this this one is specifically for you because you're the only person from my high school that i that listens to this so mr dyer my history teacher in high school brock high go bulldogs always did the i have a dream speech every year at uh mlk day and mr dyer was this giant like a a, a portly middle-aged uh, caucasian male big mustache always called everyone's son even the girls <laughs> and um he did things like when we talked about the great depression in the 1920s in history uh King Kong and other movies like Charlie Chaplin and all that, that came up. So Mr. Dyer then jumped up on his desk and started like beating his chest and roaring like King Kong while my entire class threw paper airplanes at him. And then he picked one up out of the air and took a bite out of it. <laughs> when we read Shakespeare, he would be very, very charismatic. When we read animal farm he would sing the beast of england song you know beasts of england da, da, da. and he would belt it at the top of his lungs so the whole school would hear and then on martin luther king day like he knew the whole speech off by heart and he yelled it yelled it man to the point where another teacher on the other opposite end of the hallway well this teacher happens to be one of his best friends came in and is like I have a dream that you would shut up because my students are taking a test. Slam. Oh man. Uh, and Happy Martin Luther King Day by the time you hear this it will be it will be almost that. It's a week from the day that I am recording. But Dudley boys backstage talking about their match with oh we're going to wreck Edge and Christian but yeah Stone Cold hit us with chairs on SmackDown last week because Stone Cold was on the warpath trying to get into the Royal Rumble. And after this match, we are going to have a Dudleyville discussion. That's a debate that I would be willing to watch. Uh, Drew Carey here was referenced because once again, Steph and Triple H were on the phone with Vince. It's like, oh, what to do with Drew Carey? Uh, I went on his show and all of a sudden he's a huge mark for me now. Uh, So, this match, which was supposed to be Rock and Taker versus Kane and Rikishi, is now twisted a little bit. Uh, Universe mode kind of twisted this up a little bit. Uh, Well, the Rock doesn't want to get along with the Undertaker. Uh, Why don't we. uh, There, now there's my Vince voice. Why don't we put. uh, No, the Rock and Kane versus Rikishi and the Undertaker? And you're getting a bit of a twist. ...on that match here. Tough Enough is once again referenced here. Send in your tapes to WWE if you want to be on Tough Enough. Uh, Okay, Maven. And next up here was that aforementioned mixed-up match... ...with The Rock and Kane and Rikishi and Undertaker. There is a stink face denied here as The Rock just obliterates his cousin with a clothesline. Kane has a blind tag here. Then we see a whole bunch of no teamwork and plunder and backstabbing... ...to the point where Kane chokeslams his own tag team partner, The Rock, and then The Undertaker delivers the last ride to the People's Champion for the win. And we get a bit of a look here, a bit of a stare down between the Brothers of Destruction and some unity being teased here. A little bit of foreshadowing for something a bit farther in the air. like, you know, oh, for God's sake, if these two are on the same page, eh? we see a ladder... Being brought into the ring by Chris Benoit, who's like, you know, oh yeah, Jericho, you're one heck of a competitor. Let's look at a, a reel here of uh, how well you've done against me. And it's every time that uh, Benoit had made Chris Jericho tap out. Yeah, this is on my greatest something about, yeah, uh, yeah, the clip show. Chris Jericho comes out and knocks Benoit off the ladder and says, this one's for my greatest hits collection. Yeah. You know, Something with Fozzy being foreshadowed here as well. The Dudley boys are attacked backstage by Edge and Christian and eat a concerto and are apparently out of the match with Steve Austin. Hmm, what's going to happen here? Bob Holly and Steve Blackman have a impromptu match here stemming from the Hardcore Championship match a little earlier in in the night. And Bob Holly is like, hey, some say that you're the best Hardcore Champion but they're wrong. I'm the best hardcore champion ever, so they have like a you know, a who who's the best contest here. There is a chair spot denied here. The referee takes the chair, Teddy Long. He gets shoved out of the ring by Bob Holly, and he just says, Sadia, I'm out of here. F this. Uh, Steve hits a big pump kick. Uh, there's no ref to make the cover here. Now it's hardcore. We see a whole bunch of weapon spots here, and then Bob Hawley gets the upper hand and hits a, like a pan or a road sign or something on, on Steve Bachman. And he says something that would be part of his entrance theme in the coming months. Howdy, I like me now. Vince has another chat. Oh man, they just can't get off the phone with Vince. Leave him alone to have his meetings or plow his mistress. Uh, he's like, oh, how? Hey, what's Monday Night Raw going? How's Kane? How's Trish? How's S.A. Rio? It's like, wait, 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 did you ask how Trish was dad? It's like, uh, yeah. Well, she has a spanking match with, with Jackie coming up next. And I was like, okay. King is standing up in his sweet uh, seat, sweating profusely. Uh, uh, King, remember your heart. Mm, I am not even touching that one. Uh, but I found it funny. Uh, yeah, he's like, how does that say, like, how does that say Rios doing? rios has been booked on, like, metal and jacked for the past freaking year. What do you care, Vince? Monday Night Raw tonight is brought to you by Stacker 2, I swear we're not IcoPro, Castrol GTX, it's for your car, and Chef Boyardee, mmm, beefy, it's for your body, we swear. And Jackie comes out to literal porn music while both of the ladies are brandishing weight belts on each other to whip each other with. There's a chase around the ring and uh, King standing up. Don't get up, King. You'll embarrass all of us. And somehow as Kurt Angle is trying to escort Trish out of the ring, her bare bum, well, her thong bum is exposed and whipped by Jackie who wins this match. King's like, ah, get a replay, get a replay. That way, uh, Jerry can get a quick fap in during commercial break. I'll show me a replay! Come on! Kate Quick and Too Cool versus Taz and and Kayentai in a pairing that one of them is why didn't you do this sooner, and the other is what the heck are you thinking? These three have nothing in common. That's weird, and we see it's Taz coming out with Kayentai. Oh, yeah, these, these silly ninja freaks! Indeed... I'm gonna call you two fools because you placed the the F the C with an F. (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Takamichi making obvious jokes obvious. We get it, Taka. We get it. You've broken the fourth wall here just a little bit, and we see a hot-tagged R Truth in here who eventually gets a kick. We see the W O R M to T A Z Z, a big kick to Taz. The pin is denied. By Funaki, who hits a sliding dropkick to Truth. I mean, quick. I'm going to call him Truth. He's our Truth, okay? Uh, Taz locks in the Taz mission and wins. And then they're like, cut the music. Oh, by the power of Thor, you are just another victim. (laughs) Ha 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 Indeed. I love the dub gimmick for Kai and Tai. 2021 eyes might be... I don't know... How well it looks under 2021 eyes. It just reminds me of a badly dubbed anime. And I think that was the point. Trish is backstage rubbing her ass. Like, oh, my butt hurts. And oh, Kurt Angle's like, oh, why don't you just go back to the hotel and get some salve on that. I'll be fine. I'll go out to the ring here. We see the Royal Replay from 2000 where Too Cool and Rikishi share the ring. And share a quick dance before Keish takes both of them out. And this is when Rikishi is at the top of his popularity. WWF New York. I'm not booked tonight. Billy Gunn supports China in her match against Ivory for the Women's Championship at the Rumble. Says it's too soon, but she's got to do what she's got to do. And she, I mean, he supports her. Austin comes out to the ring, followed by Team Eck, Edge, Christian, and Kurt. And then Steve Austin, he's sitting there smiling. Why are you smiling, Steve? Because you're about to take on three dorks in a handicap match. But oh, wait, Austin went to the APA. He went and hired them <laughs> to be in this match. Austin and APA, just as a beer drinking trio, is just funny. And they, he has a oh, yeah, these three beer swilling, fighting badass, uh, something like that here by, by JR. Uh, Eventually through the match here, Triple H is at the, the ramp trying to provoke Austin and get him to crack so he loses his rumble spot. We see a stunner to pin Kurt Angle for the win, and then they get in the ring. Triple H gets in his face and eggs him on for about five minutes, and then Austin picks up a chair. He's like, Thinks about it for a minute. No. Slams the chair on the ground, flips the bird right in his face, and walks away. And then Triple H calls him a pussy. But before Steve Austin could do anything, when he got back into the ring, he ate an Angle slam, and then Kurt Angle ate a Stone Cold Stunner. So we're seeing a whole lot of mixing up here leading up to Royal Rumble 2001, and it's it's going to be a good time. I've already recorded the watch-along for the Royal Rumble match, So I can't wait to uh, put that up. But it's only on Patreon. If you want to hear that, patreon.com slash WrestleAddictRadio. That has been it for this edition of Fretzelmania. You can follow me again on Twitter and Instagram at Fretzelmania, F-R-E-T-Z-O-E, Mania. You can leave me a voicemail at anchor.fm slash Fretzelmania. I'll put it in the show if you give me a shout out on there. And listen to all of us. On Russell Addict Radio, the Kings of the Rings podcast with Toaster Tarashuck, Willie T, King, Ricky Rose, and the K Murphy. The YLP podcast, Young Lions Perspective with Zach, and of course the Del- the Delight Show with Good Brother Mance. And you know what, peeps? It's been uh it's been a heck of a week. Uh you know, the all the crap that going on in the States is it's crazy enough, but I just want to take a quick moment here to pay tribute to uh, to a dear friend of mine who passed away last week, and his name is Brett. Uh, Brett is someone I befriended in high school, near the end of my run in high school, and we spent a lot of time together. We hung out a lot, had a lot of good times, had a lot of, had a lot of drinks together, and he was my age, and he uh we had lost contact over the years i won't get into his life story it's not my place to uh to blurt out about it here but he was only my age and he he passed away so uh brett and the rest of your family uh uh, bobby if you're listening to this i just want to send my love to you guys and yeah that's that's all and you know you know what it's not wrestling related I forgot my game changer of the week last week so this one goes out to you Brett save me a spot in the campfire there on the other side bro we'll see you again that has been it for this edition of Fretzelmania be sure to listen to all of us on Wrestle Attic Radio we are the cure for the common wrestling podcast we keep wrestling real be safe out there peeps love ya